Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 60 of the Compassion and Cucumbers podcast. I'm Christine. And I'm Sam. <laughs> That's right. That's Sam. Um, she unfortunately has laryngitis and a pretty bad cold right now. So she's being a real trooper and we're going to kind of slog through this. Fun times. <laughs> Yeah, so welcome to episode 60. Hey, we, I wanted to talk a little bit about our Halloween because it was really fun. I, although I don't want to make Sam talk a lot. I just wanted to say we went to my nephew and his fiance Savannah's house for trick-or-treating to hand out candy at their house because we have no children in our neighborhood. So we went to their house to hand out candy. And I just wanted to mention some of the costumes that we saw some of these kids had because some of them were really great. Agree? I, I do agree. <laughs> yeah. My favorite was the giant T-Rex. I just, those giant T-Rex costumes are just so entertaining. It's kind of impossible to beat them. Yeah. yeah. And then my sister said, yeah, and remember how all the other kids were hugging the giant T-Rex on the sidewalk. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> it was really awesome. A couple other notable uh, costumes were, there were two young boys, probably brothers, who went as Jesse and Walt from Breaking Bad. Now, it's disturbing. It was disturbing because the kid playing Jesse was maybe seven or eight, and the kid playing Walt was maybe 10 or between 10 and 12. They should not be watching Breaking Bad. How do they know these characters? Anyway, that was weird. And another weird one there was a young girl dressed as a Playboy bunny. Again, disturbing. It was. Uh, my nephew said he one of his favorites was the Captain Phasma, which is a Star Wars character. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be able to pick Captain Phasma out of a crowd. So me either. And uh, oh, there was a Harry Potter, which was fun, and all kinds of really cute witches and stuff. So the kids were just adorable, as always. Yeah, and uh, we got rid of a lot of candy. Yeah, we did. Yeah, towards the end, Trey was just like, "Take a handful, take a handful." <laughs> Savannah was dressed up as Velma from the Scooby-Doo gang. I have to say, Savannah's costume was my favorite. It was adorable. Mm -hmm. Yep, she looked just like Velma. And apparently she couldn't convince Trey to dress up as Shaggy or Scooby-Doo. He was a kangaroo. (laughs) I don't know if the kangaroo was a stand-in for Scooby or what. I guess. (laughs) Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Kangaroo. There you go. Yeah. So, oh, my sister and brother-in-law were thing one and thing two. They were. Um, We didn't really dress up this year. We did not. I wore my Nightmare Before Christmas shirt, and Sam went as someone who wanted to be in their pajamas. It's true. (laughs) Before we left, she's like, I'm wearing my pajamas. I'm like, there's your costume. Someone who wants to be in their pajamas. Fortunately, my... Work clothes and my lounge at home clothes are not that much different. No, they're they're kind of similar. They're pretty similar. So yeah. it's just a matter of trading, you know, leggings for pajama pants. <laughs> right. so that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, but it was a fun night, and I'm glad that they invite us over because, like I said, we get no kids around here. So yeah. it's definitely a more entertaining Halloween than we would get if we were at home. Yeah, we we really just don't do anything for Halloween at home. Yeah. So yeah, it was really fun. And I hope everybody else had a really fun and safe Halloween. Uh, saw some fun costumes or dressed up as... If you dressed up as something, I want to know what people dressed up as. Last year, and we may have mentioned this on last week's episode, we went as Eeyore and... Uh, who was I? A piglet. We were Eeyore and Piglet. Of course you were a piglet. Who yes. else could you be? Yeah. 
Piglet's my favorite of the well, you Winnie are the Piglet. Pooh. Yeah, and you're really Winnie the Pooh, but I couldn't find a good I'm Winnie really, the Pooh costume. Yeah, I'm really Pooh, so Eeyore is the... But you do like Eeyore. I adore Eeyore. I love him. Yeah. But yeah, I am Pooh, though. Yeah, you're Pooh. I'm I'm Piglet because I'm, you know, anxiety-ridden. That's right. <laughs> Nervous about everything, I scared don't, of wind. I do, I'm afraid of the wind. It's perfect. I always have been. Yep. Like, it was windy a couple of nights ago, and... I couldn't sleep because the wind, it just it makes me anxious. And I'm, I'm always the one holding her hand, being philosophical and going, calm down, dude. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just the wind. I'm poo. It's just <laughs> the wind. Poo. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, I did do a recipe this week. You want to talk about the recipe? Let's talk about the recipe. I think you should talk well, about the recipe. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to. Would yeah. you like to hear me talk about the recipe? Absolutely. <laughs> so here is this week's recipe from our uh, vegan cookbook challenge recipe of the week. This week, I made a recipe out of a book called The Essential Mediterranean Cookbook. Uh, now, this is one of those books uh, put out by a publishing company that has like multitudinous contributors. There are tons of people that contributed uh, recipes. There's people that contributed photography. Uh, there's people that did like research for it. So it's not like it's not you can't I can't attribute it to one particular author. There's a ton of people in here. Gotcha. And this is also not a vegan cookbook. No. But as a lot of Mediterranean food is mostly vegetables, there's a ton of recipes in here that are vegan. And there's e even more recipes that are like really easily veganized. Makes sense. Yeah. So this is a cool book. And the recipe I made was, it's a Greek recipe. It's called Briami. Nice. B-R-I-A-M-I. -I. Mm -hmm. And basically what that is, is it's a potato and zucchini uh, casserole. Where can you go wrong? You can't. Yeah, so it's potatoes and zucchini and tomato uh, in a casserole, and you bake it up until everything's nice and baked and juicy, and it was good. It was very good. Uh, this recipe is funny. I know this is a Greek recipe, but it really is similar to a couple of Italian recipes that I've had. Well, that makes that perfect like sense. This. You know, Italy, Greece, all part of the Mediterranean. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I like, I enjoyed this recipe a lot. It was a good, like, cold weather it was perfect. Yeah, and for it cold was weather. it was still cold when I made this recipe. It wasn't like eighty degrees like it was a couple of days ago. Right? No, it was <laughs> it was warm and nourishing and satisfying. I loved it. Yeah, it was delicious. If you're familiar with briami and you have your own recipe for briami, I'd like to know. Let me know. Shoot me an email or DM me. And if you're interested in this cookbook, again, it's called the Essential Mediterranean Cookbook, and I'll link to it in the show notes. Cool. So that was this week's recipe. Short and sweet. Yeah, so we wanted to do something fun uh, because we haven't done like a game week in forever. We haven't been too busy. Yeah. And also I wanted to do something that wasn't um, a whole lot of uh, talking for Sam since, as you can hear, she doesn't have much of a voice. Much appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do uh, a little thing called a vegan would you rather game. And this was taken from a, a BuzzFeed article. Play along at home. I'll actually link to this in the show notes and you can play along while you're listening if you'd like. So the first thing on our Would You Rather Vegan Food edition is would you rather have a beet burger or a sweet potato burger? 
You're going to be surprised, but I'm going beet. You're going beet. I am. I'm... I've had beet burgers and they're really good, but I've never had a sweet potato burger and I'd like to try one. So I'm going sweet potato burger. Yeah. We can, ooh, and on here you can, we can view the results. Oh, we can? Yes. Yeah, 71% of people picked the sweet potato burger. That makes sense. And 29% picked the beet burger. I went with the beet burger for acidity. Yeah. Beet burgers are good. I've had beet burgers and they are good. I feel like a sweet potato burger on a bun... I don't know. I feel like that's too much like sweet too on much carb. sweet on sweet carb on carb on yeah. carb. Yeah, kind of thing. But I've never had one, so I would like to try one. All right. All right. Next up on our would you rather is would you rather have cashew dragon fruit cheesecake? That sounds good. Or cashew coffee cheesecake? Ooh, I'm going dragon fruit. Of course, you're going dragon fruit. Yeah. Anything fruit. <laughs> and I'm going opposite you. I would definitely go for the coffee cheesecake. Yeah. That's and predictable. I'd have to have it early in the day. You would, because <laughs> it would keep you up all night. <laughs> Let's view the results. Ooh, 69% of people chose the cashew coffee cheesecake, and only 31% chose the uh, dragon fruit. It just looks so good. It does look good. It really does. Definitely play along at home, because the pictures are awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, next up. Coconut cauliflower tacos, or sofrito tofu tacos. There's not even a contest here. You're going cauliflower. Coconut cauliflower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never had sofrito tofu tacos, and I've had tons of cauliflower tacos. So I'm going sofrito. Well, you haven't had sofritas tofu tacos, but you've had lots of tofu tacos. I have. So, yeah. yeah. I'm going with the sofritas. Let's, let's see what the results were. Ooh, 58% went with the coconut cauliflower. You know, so far so. this is working really well with our, our ambition whenever we go out to get different things uh-huh. so we can try each other's food. Yeah. And thereby try more things. So yeah. yeah. It's working out well and so 42% far. 42% chose the coconut cauliflower taco. I think I said that wrong. 58% chose the sofrito tofu tacos. And 42% chose the coconut cauliflower tacos. Yes, cauliflower is so, so underrated. I love cauliflower. Yeah, we eat a lot of cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Ooh, here's a good one. W- which would you rather, chocolate beet cake or a raw carrot cake? Now, most of the time I would go for chocolate, but there is something about that raw carrot cake that is just calling to me. So The picture is very inviting. I'm going chocolate on this one. Okay. Funny, we've been opposite all, all the way. Mm-hmm. And let's view the results. 57% of people wanted the raw carrot cake. It just looks fabulous. And 43% wanted the chocolate beet cake. Yeah, there's something about that that just looks great. It does look really good. Okay, next up. Broccoli zucchini pizza or vegetable medley pizza? Well, you know me, the more veg, the better. So it's got to be veg medley. Yeah, I'm going veg medley on this one too. Um, Not that the broccoli zucchini doesn't sound good, but why not just have more vegetables? Mm -hmm. Right? Let's view the results. Yep, 75% of people chose the vegetable medley. And 25% the broccoli zucchini pizza. There you go. No surprises there. No. Next up, chocolate almond energy balls or cherry chocolate energy balls? Uh, uh, Cherry chocolate. Me too. I'm going cherry chocolate because that's a really good combination. It really is. We've never made energy balls. I've seen a, a couple of really good recipes for them so yeah we haven't made them i mean we do occasionally buy fruise balls yeah um, which are an awesome snack um 
but we haven't made them. We might have to put those on the list pretty soon. Yeah, I want to try and make them. Yeah, yeah. Let's view the results. Ooh, 75% of people chose the chocolate almond. That actually doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Because the picture of the cherry chocolate, it, you can tell it's just chocolate chips. Yeah. Whereas the chocolate almond, it looks like there's it's a, a lot of chocolate. Yeah, it's chocolate. There. It looks like, yeah. you know, the base of the, the ball is chocolate. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, next up on our would you rather. Would you rather a pumpkin mac and cheese or the lentil and sweet potato shepherd's pie? You had me at lentils. Lentil and sweet potato shepherd's pie. They both sound so good. And I've never had a pumpkin mac and cheese. Neither have I, but... I'm a mac and cheese fiend, so I'm, I'm going mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Let's see how everybody else went. 66% chose the mac and cheese. Yeah. Now, the minute you put lentils into the mix, I'm there. Yeah, a lentil shepherd's pie would be good. 34% really of people really. chose the lentil and sweet potato shepherd's I pie. I can't remember the last time we made a shepherd's pie. I have made them. Oh, I know. But, yeah, it's been a while. Well, winter's coming. It is. That's shepherd pie weather. Totally. Okay, next up. Would you rather a green banana blueberry smoothie bowl? That's a mouthful. Or a cherry coconut chia smoothie bowl? Oh, no contest. Cherry coconut chia. Yeah, and I'm not so sure about the green banana thing. No, I think the green part is fine. It's just that whenever you put banana in the mix, banana tends to overpower everything. Yeah, it takes over. And I'm not a huge banana person, so I would much rather have kind of that overpowering part be cherries. Yeah. Because we're looking at raw cherries on the top of this smoothie bowl. And Looks so, good. Yeah, um, I'm into that. Yeah, well, we're in the minority. 55% of people chose the green banana blueberry smoothie bowl. It does look good. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's not. Okay, next up. Sushi or curried chickpeas? No contest. That's, curried chickpeas. That's hard. All day. Those, are, those are two really different things. They are. You can't compare them. But um, I, I just think the curry chickpeas for me would win every time. Yeah. I mean, especially in cooler weather, I would definitely go for the, the curried chickpeas myself. Mm-hmm. Let's see how everybody else went. 57% of people chose the sushi. I don't think that's surprising either. No. I think I think sushi is, is seen as perhaps more relatable, you know? Yeah, just, you can put all kinds. And it didn't, like, it didn't indicate what kind of sushi or what was not, in. You can put all kinds I mean, of things the, in the sushi. The picture is clearly a veg sushi. It looks like cucumber and avocado. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Okay. Moving on. Ooh, more sweets. Would you rather a black bean brownie or, well, this isn't going to be hard, a hazelnut date cookie? Actually, this is hard. It is? It I is. thought because the one had hazelnut that you would just immediately gravitate well, towards yeah, the hazelnut. most of the time, but you got to understand, to me, the brownie is like the baked good that's my right. favorite the question is are there walnuts in the brownie well and the thing that is, would be the what's deciding really factor. gonna sell me here is the fact that the hazelnut date cookie in question looks like it might have a brownie texture it looks like it has a vegan form of nutella on the top of it it does and there's half a walnut yeah. so i am gonna have to go with the hazelnut date cookies okay let's see how everybody else went 57 percent went with the black bean brownie not surprising. No. Again, you know, just that there's something about brownie, man. No. But I'm going to look for a recipe for those hazelnut date cookies because yeah, they look good. Please do because they look fabulous. 
<laughs> was that the last one? It was the last one. So it's that's a pretty it. short quiz. It's short, and I'm trying to keep this short because I mean, you can hear Sam does not have much of a voice. So I don't. We're going to definitely we're definitely keeping this episode on the shorter side, and um, we're just going to move right into the housekeeping so we don't make her suffer any longer than she already has. <laughs> this is probably going to be our shortest episode on record. Uh, yeah, we're only at like 18 minutes right now, so. Well, it won't take you much time to do the editing, nope. will it? it? It shouldn't. Sweet. Yeah, so let's move on to housekeeping. Okay. Um, we are currently holding a fundraiser for Food Not Bombs at our Buy Me A Coffee site. That's buymeacoffee.com backslash cucumbers. And I wanted to thank Ray from The Planty Baker for his generous contribution to that fundraiser. Thank you so much, Ray. We really appreciate it. Uh, join our Patreon. Become a patron. Uh, the link is always in the show notes. And there are three different levels of support. And the, each one comes with its own kind of bonus. We, we're going to do bonus episodes. You can get merch, all kinds of cool stuff. So check out our Patreon page absolutely. if you want to support us. And all that money will go to improving the show, uh, maybe helping us travel to places that we want to tell you about, um, have dinner at a restaurant we haven't had, just, you know, just to make it better so that more people like you can, can yeah. uh, catch the show. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Oh, leave a review on a podcast, your podcast app, if it allows you to. I know Apple does. A couple of the other podcast apps do. And what else do we like? Um, Christine always likes the five stars. <laughs> five stars. Leave us five stars. And if you do leave us a review, Christine scours the the um podcast app. I do pages. And I do looking for those reviews. Yeah, we'll and definitely. So uh, you shout will you have out. your review read. Right here on the show. Yeah. Probably by me when I'm in better voice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, oh, share the show with a friend or a family member or anyone that you think that might enjoy what we do or, you know, it's a good fit for them. Um, and share our social media stuff. The, the best thing that you can do for all creators is to share what they're sharing on social media um, to try and fight that nasty algorithm. Absolutely. Yeah. And so once share. again, props to Christine for all of her amazing work on our social media. <laughs> oh, I have you. nothing to do with it. Thank you. Yeah. So share our posts, share and like and comment and, you know, all that jazz. Oh, you can, like I said before, you can get this week's cookbook. Uh, the link will be in the show notes. And again, that cookbook is the essential Mediterranean cookbook. Um, so if you want to get grab that book, you can get it in the link in the show notes. Join the Agriculture Fairness Alliance's Vegan Voter Hub. It's very important that we're able to track how many vegans are in each politician's region. Yes. They need to know how many. So when they go to Washington and have meetings with these politicians, they need to have solid numbers uh, as to how many vegans are in their constituency. So if you can go to the AVA website and join their vegan voter hub, it doesn't cost you anything. They, it, you just put in your email and your information, and they don't spam you with a bunch of emails or anything. And also, if you can uh, support them monetarily, give them a donation because they could use all of our help. Absolutely. Which brings us to reminding you, uh, the day this comes out is election day. So make sure you vote. Get to the polls and vote. Yes. So important. Yeah. A couple of fun things. Um, well, this one's not exactly fun. This is kind of an update on the Amy's Kitchen thing. If you're, if you're familiar with what's going on with Amy's Kitchen, they're union busting and firing people. And 
uh, it's kind of a mess. And you can check out uh, Food Empowerment Project for all the information on what's going on with Amy's Kitchen. And they're holding a rally November 15th at 3100 Lakeville Highway in Petaluma, California, to march to the Amy's Kitchen headquarters where they will rally support for the workers. That is awesome. Yeah. So if you're in that area... Uh, and you'd like to be involved in that action, definitely do it. We will be there in spirit. Yes. Yes. Now, on a fun note, the Food Empowerment Project is also holding a virtual vegan chopped, which will be really fun. They're doing that Saturday, November 12th. And to sign up, just go to their website, make a donation, anything that you can afford in exchange for a ticket to the event. And like I said, this is a virtual, so it'll be like a kind of a Zoom situation yeah we'd love it if you join us because we're going to be there yeah we will and it should be a really fantastic time yeah i'm really Uh, looking forward to it i'm looking forward to that too last year around this same time is when we did their virtual trivia contest yeah that was awesome too that was really fun Mm -hmm. and there were i don't know how many people quite a few yeah there was like i don't 60 to 100 people on this zoom meeting it was really great and we ended up taking third place. I think we tied for we third tied place. tied for third. Yes, we did. And they sent us some lovely chocolates as a, a prize. Mm-hmm. Remember? Absolutely. I do. Yeah, so that wraps up our housekeeping. We're going to put Sam to bed. <laughs> Probably a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry for the short episode, but I think that you can understand if you can hear you can hear Sam's voice the way it is. So. Yes. Uh, thank you for your understanding, everybody. Yeah. Much appreciated. Yeah, so I hope you had fun with this little... Uh, would you rather? And like I said, I'll put the link to the the BuzzFeed article where they have these and you can play along while you listen. It's kind of fun. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And we will see you again next Tuesday. Yes, we will. All right. We're going to, we got to go. We got to go take care of Sam. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye. If you'd like to support the Compassion and Cucumbers podcast, well, you can do that by hopping on over to our Patreon page and becoming a patron. We have all the recipes from our Vegan Kitchen series up there, and we'll be adding some patron-only episodes in the near future. So thank you for supporting us at whatever level that you choose, and thank you again for listening to Compassion and Cucumbers podcast.